Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's the list. And you girl. At Fightful.com. With Denise Salcedo. And Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. That intro does not get old to me, Denise. It doesn't. By the way, I've been meaning to ask you, when you say Anthony Salcedo, is that pre-recorded or do you do it live? <laughs> yeah, that's pre-recorded. Okay, because I, I, for some reason, I always thought it was live. And I was like, does he just like time <laughs> it out and like unmute himself whenever it's time to say it? No, I it's... To congratulate you on being spot on. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pre-recorded, but... Oh. Here we are. Jimmy's not here. He swears. Well, I don't want to say he swears. He says he'll be here next week. But we've had uh, we've had Kate from the Friday show and uh, the Tuesday NXT show. We've had Jeff Hawkins, who you know uh, is always popping up on Fightful. Last week we had William Washington from Grapsy, and now we've got Denise. Where's Jimmy? I, doing business stuff. I mean, the guy. This uh, surprise, guys. This isn't Jimmy's actual job. <laughs> he actually runs. Hi. A very successful business, compete completely separately from this. But welcome, guys. Sean Rossap. It's October 13th. It's the listing you girl number 10 brought to you by twitter.com slash destiny FOMO. We don't have her up on the frame because I couldn't make a whole new one. Uh, as you can see, I spent a lot of time making this frame right here, uh, crudely pasting the listing you girl over our old raw logo. But go over to twitter.com slash destiny FOMO. Uh, you're going to be hearing about her for a full extra month because. Jimmy wasn't on these shows. We didn't get to use the, the right frame forever. Wonderful girl. Showed me around New York, uh, deep into gaming, all kinds of other good stuff. Big wrestling fan. Twitter.com slash Destiny FOMO. And if you're here right now, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. I just dropped an interview with Jinder Mahal, which I, I just I did yesterday live. I went to see him live and we, we broadcast it from there. But I do have a, a fairly rare interview coming up this week that I'm very, very excited for you guys to see. New Japan star that uh, does not do social media, does not do anything like that. So it's going to be the only time you hear from him. 
but we've got Denise Salcedo here. If you guys want us to answer your questions uh, on the air, donate a super chat. It greatly helps. If you donated one earlier, uh, pass it along to me because it probably isn't there. Yes, everything's okay with Jimmy. Denise, how you doing? You know, I'm kind of upset, Sean, because this is our 10th episode and you still couldn't do a proper logo for, for my 10th time on this show. No, I couldn't. I mean, I, I think there's a charm in how crude it is, though. Like that's Yeah, what... I think so, too. It's technically, t it doesn't even say the list. My hair is blocking the list part. So it's literally Isn't... E Al Ya Girl. I mean, to me, that's even better. The fact that I used a PNG image of your head and put it over top of that that makes it like it's like we're there people are there with us and you have such such voluptuous hair that it it, it can't be contained and it goes over top of the logo i think well, it's i thing. appreciate it and you're also like the animated version and i'm like the human version which is pretty darn hilarious yeah this logo I like that is too. terrible i love it i love it i think it's great uh we've got super chats already we're going to be talking about pretty well whatever you guys want donate a super chat to get your question or statement read on the air we have Luke Owen, our friend, saying, just dropping by to say hi. Miss you guys. Lots of love. Okay. I've, uh, first off, love Luke Owen. I love that picture of Luke Owen. <laughs> even more. Okay. Technically, I'm a little upset at Luke Owen. I know he's a new dad and all, but he's left me doing all of these shows with Adam that have been like a oh. disaster every week. Sorry, Adam. And then oh. Luke hasn't even messaged me to let me know how fatherhood is going. That oh is not a good gosh. friend, Luke. Well, uh, I, I love hearing from Luke. I love it. I mean, I don't know how Quizzlemania exists without he and I. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. They only go once a month. That's how. We got Mike Straw Media saying, just wanted to throw in something small and say hi. Shout out to Mike Straw, who uh, did a lot of work for, for Fightful in the past, breaking all kinds of gaming news. Uh, he had one on the 2K WWE relationship and the DLC being affected by mass releases. Denise, I know you're not much of a gamer, but when we hear this story that Mike Straw broke this week, it was the DLC was greatly affected. That's downloadable content for the upcoming WWE game because they can't keep up with all the people WWE is releasing. That's got to be, that's got to wreak havoc on merchandising and gaming. And I'm pretty sure they're like always last in the totem pole to like find out like, hey, all of a sudden this person's not on the roster no more. Crap. There goes, you know, I don't know how long it takes to, you know, develop what they're doing. I'm sure it takes a nice amount of time. So I can only imagine it could be a little frustrating for the people doing that job. Yeah, I man, it, it was a bummer. I mean, I got the word that they were delaying that game to 2022, which is a bummer because 2019 was a catastrophe 2019 was so bad they canceled the next year's game and then no game this year and that's when you got retro mania emerging people are talking about the aew game you've got uh virtual basement uh emerging as well fire pro is always there was that the game that was like i was seeing gifs of it like throughout my entire timeline on twitter where it was like glitching and people were like this and i only knew about it because everybody yep. was like talking about all the glitches on twitter and stuff I i'm is, not a gamer so yeah i mean it was it was quite honestly one of the worst wrestling video games ever made and i mean uh, definitely of i should say the last two or three generations that are comparable i mean there were someone like the ps1 or whatever somebody says it was 2k20 that was broken not 2k19 no guys the game came out in 2019 i didn't say 2k19 i said it came out in 2019 for 2020 
they release those games a year a year ahead of time. Um, so yeah, I know I that played, it was 2K20. I played Raw versus SmackDown. I think it was either 2001, 2002. I don't remember such a long time ago. And I was really addicted to that for a while, but I stopped yeah. playing because I was doing a whole season with Chris Jericho. And then somebody in my house decided to play one day and start a new season. And it erased all my work. And after that, I said, <laughs> I'm done. I'm never playing ever again. And I stopped. I got all these people compare like saying, oh, is TK. I know that game came out in 2018, guys. It's been 2018 since WWE had a decent game come out. Chris Byer says, why they bring Tony Storm to SmackDown, then not use her makes no sense. Well, buddy, they used her. Unfortunately, they just didn't use her very well. This has been abysmal. This has been terrible. This booking is something that, that quite frankly, we won't go too deep in the weeds on it because Denise and I went very deep in the weeds on it on Monday. So make sure you guys check that out. But it is it is a, a big source of frustration for me as a viewer of this show, Denise, that not only are the women booked like this, but they bring up a lot of people that they have no plans for. Karrion Cross has done nothing. He could still be doing something in NXT. I mean... I'm sorry. I know that Karrion Cross ain't a lot of people's shit. I would love to watch Karrion Cross and Braun Breaker beat the snot out of each other. I would love that. But Tony Storm is one of those people that isn't getting that push, Denise. And it's so weird because lately I feel like the general, like everybody here has sort of been wrong. Like there's always like these names, these talents that come up and everybody's like, yeah, for sure. This person's going to be a star. And everybody, like there's some people that the majority actually agree on. And Tony Storm was definitely one of those people where everybody was like, yeah, yeah, she's going to be a star. Oh yep. yeah, definitely. She's got the look. She's blonde. She can go. Oh, she's going to be this, this and that. And then it's like the complete and polar opposite. And there's been so many people where you can say the exact same thing where you think, oh, they can't <clears throat> drop the ball on this person and then bam ball dropped and and that's that's how it that's how it always has been uh with main roster to nxt it, it just seems like it's been like that with with some rare exceptions will washington host of grapsity on saturday says happy wednesday kind of see you next week denise yeah we're gonna have some fun oh, i'll man. announce that later Alistair You're asked not invited who, to have fun with us, Sean. That's all right. We're I, I excluded like my, from the cool kids table. That's all right. If it means I don't have to work, that's cool. Alistair says, who's winning Quizlemady tonight? Ollie, Sully, or Damo, or Pete? Uh, I think Pete's going to win that. It's it's the loser's bracket, though, so I'm not really that arsed by it. JJ says, the following announcement has been paid for by the distraction head of PR, YouTube.com slash Fightful Distraction. Yes, guys, we do have a press conference of all things. Denise, I'm giving Jeremy and Joe a press conference because I have given them a YouTube channel. What haven't you given them? You've I given just, them just about everything. I've given them life. I've given them popularity. I give them money. I give them all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, at this point, they should just put your face on a little candle and start praying to you. They should. They should. Um, I mean, I'll be there. I mean, I've got to got to be the face of all this so i'll be at the press conference at 5 p.m i don't have a damn clue if it's on youtube or i think it's on their 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 channel youtube.com slash fightful distraction so please go over there and subscribe that is our former mma channel uh we hadn't been as active over there on that so we decided to make it a distraction channel we still have fightful fight nights here uh van Twinblades says denise have you checked out 2d lynn uh ramsey yet or do you still hate women's wrestling 
why do I hate, why do people say that? It's kind of annoying. Oh man. Yeah, it is. It is. Now, yeah, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. I'm sorry, Sean. Yeah, but it's yeah. very frustrating to me when people are always like, oh, Denise, why don't you have like a specific women show? Or, oh, Denise, why aren't you watching all of this? Stop putting women in a damn box. I am so tired of people expecting me only to talk about women's wrestling because that's like kind of what a lot of people think women have to do, especially if they're talking about pro wrestling. Dude, I talk about all wrestling. So there, like, it's just kind of irritating when I get those kinds of comments because I'm like, bro, you're telling me we're not seeing. I mean, quite frankly, this isn't the best week to promote women's wrestling on like WWE or, you know, sure. something like that because of the Queen's Crown tournament. But obviously, there's still women on the show and I'm talking about it. I could only do so much. There are so many people over the past however many years have been like, yeah, you need a dedicated stardom show. And it's like, well, that's funny because the one time we tried, it got 300 views. So uh, if you want it that much, you'll tune in and watch it. Uh, teen says, prediction, Sean will convert Denise into Karen. I mean, she's already a Karen. Let's be real. I'm already a Karen. Yeah. Aubrey, the quad god, says, was really thinking Becky returning would boost the women's division. But this Queen's Cup tournament has been beyond frustrated. I gave them way too much credit, Denise. I thought, surely, Becky's coming back. They're not going to have her doing weak shit. They're not going to have her doing lame shit. Uh, rising tides, will th something with the shit, well, whoever, whatever the hell that means. I thought that that would help. It just hasn't helped. It has not. And unfortunately, uh, you know, Becky Lynch's return has. And I know because I was reading, you know, everything that she said on uh, Out of Character that she did with Ryan Sad in that interview that she did. She talked about, you know, her being a heel was a last minute change and that, you know, they were trying to find a way to essentially, you know, make the situation with Bianca and Becky work where they wanted somebody to be hated in this, which is why they decided to essentially pin Bianca Belair so quickly the way that they did. And it's very interesting to me because they didn't have to do that. So it's like, for me, it's like if you apparently Becky, you know, was working on, you know, coming back as a face and the fact that they didn't go that direction just kind of tells me everything that I need to know in terms of a lot of us had hoped that when Becky Lynch came back, that things would change. And quite frankly, I think we were all sort of wrong. Well, fortunately, Denise, the savior of women's wrestling is here it was announced last Wednesday night as reported by FightfulSelect.com. You know, guys, you guys can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You get exclusive news every single day. I have a bunch on Carmelo Hayes' title win. Uh, I broke the news last week. Where's Tessa Blanchard signing? Is it WWE? No. Is it AEW? No. Is it Ring of Honor? No. It, it Maybe going back to Impact? No. Did she use her connections and head back to a Mexican company? No. It's Wow Women of Wrestling, the 432nd reboot of Wow Women of Wrestling. Denise, I am, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I have a lot of thoughts on this, Sean. I got a lot of thoughts, too. And they're not pretty. But first of all, I do want to make fun of you for a second. Because while you were talking about, about all of this, you were making the funniest, like, movement with your eyes. You were like... Doing this, yeah. I was dying. I mean, listen, listen, guys. We're breaking contract news there all the time. How about this? I got some more contract news coming to Fightful Select probably over the next week. But, you know, we broke the news that Adam Cole was was finished with WWE. We broke the news that CM Punk was at an AEW. Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, Tessa Blanchard. Got some more soon, too. 
So are we talking about wow? Are we going into this right now? We're, we're talking about wow. I just want to. Where do you want to start? I just want, I got to, got to get those subs oh, up. Sorry. You know, we got the, 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 the churn going and people are, you know, we got to get those subscriptions back. So guys, just subscribe. It's five, it's 16 cents a day. Just do it so I can shut the hell up. And now we're going to talk about wow. Uh, man, based on some of the people I heard they tried to hire, they must be desperate, Denise. Hey. <laughs> Well, let me start off by saying that I was one of those, Sean. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and, is that public? Um, is that public or is that new news now? That's technically. Oh, congratulations. You just got yourself a. I, I just break, the, yeah. break that news. They did. Wow. Reached out to Denise a couple weeks ago. Um, believe you respectfully declined. Yeah. So let me kind of give a little bit of a backstory here just to kind of give some insight. So. Long, long time ago when WOW was like first starting off and, you know, doing their thing here in Los Angeles with axes and all of that, I reached out to David McLean and I was like, hey, do y'all need a little ring announcer? Do y'all need a little backstage reporter? Because I'm here and I want an opportunity and he, you know, all of that junk. And I got no response back. So I was like, oh, cool, whatever. So I moved on with my life. I did the press side of things, uh, covered, you know, stuff for WOW. And um it was interesting to say the least. There were some interesting experiences covering WoW. I never really, um, I'll be honest, I wasn't really a fan of the product and that's not because I hate women's wrestling apparently. Uh, I just wasn't a fan of the product, whatever. Moving on from that, um, I did get an email from David McLean, probably maybe, Sean, maybe like a week or two before this announcement was made. I don't know. And basically it was just him asking me like, hey, like, do you want to, you know, we have some ideas for you. You might want, like, if you want to work with us, that sort of thing. But it was one of those things where it's like, okay, you have to sign an NDA, this and that. And I started thinking about this. And like back then I was like in a totally different spot. And now like I'm in a different spot in my career where I don't have to be saying yes to everything. And I was looking at this and I'm not dumb. I can put two and two together. I know that Tessa wasn't necessarily announced just yet for well. Uh, you had already reported it. And the second, you know, I already well, knew I, that. I, I hadn't publicly reported it, but I had informed you that I knew it. Okay. Yes. No, I think you had reported it already on Fightful Select. I don't think so. I mean, I think I had reported that she was going to be participating in a new venture because I didn't report that she was landing with WOW until like two days before the the presser. Like. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, he reached out. Very nice. And I kind of just like... From what I saw previously of the WoW product and the direction that I saw that they were going into, uh, you know, now, it was one of those things where I was like, this would honestly, and I hate to sound dramatic, but this would essentially be like career suicide for me. And that's just being, being like completely honest, where it was one of those things where if this is the direction that they are going in, I am in no position to like put myself in that position to like essentially be tied with all of that. Now I didn't know, you know, about AJ Lee or anything like this sure. as of, you know, that point I only knew, okay, Tessa Blanchard is a part of this. Uh, David McLean is a part of this and Jeannie Buss, And that's about it. And to be honest, it did not scream major opportunity to me. So I'm really happy, especially after how they handled the Tessa Blanchard thing. I am very happy that I said no to that, um, to that offer. And I mean, you know, not, not to, not to shit on wow or anything, but you've been locked into a contract without activity before this, this was not be the first time you went through that with Aralucha as well. Yeah. So I was definitely not going to go through that again. Like, I don't think people real, like, I think a lot of people real, a lot of people think like, 
oh, you know, for women, the main goal is always to go and be a backstage interviewer. To me, that's kind of below me now. Like even like, I'll just be honest, like I see more potential in being, you know, what I'm doing right now. And I know a lot of people may not see it that way, but I do. But either way, so kind of just like seeing that and then seeing, you know, the reaction, the the reactions from a lot of people to Tessa Blanchard and the nuclear t-shirt and all of that, it really just feels to me like instead of trying to, you know, wrong some rights, you know, they're not doing that. They're going like a polar uh, opposite direction. And it's one of those things where unfortunately, because of the way that, you know, the Queen's crown turned tournament was handled it makes people you know like that think that essentially you've got to do an all women's company because there isn't getting you're not every promotion is giving the proper light to women's wrestling so it's one of those things where it's like yeah we want women's wrestling but not necessarily the way that it's being presented um as of right now and let me tell you their method is hiring stunt women and actors and then Tessa teaching them how to wrestle. Now, do I think that Tessa can teach somebody how to wrestle? Oh, you're damn right. I believe that she and Daga can teach somebody how to wrestle because they're both phenomenal performers. I think that completely separate of all the controversy, if that controversy and the attitude wouldn't have happened, I think Tessa Blanchard is a main event of WrestleMania level talent. However, those controversies happened. Those attitude issues happened. Those those things occurred like, and, and even uh, at worst, she said racial stuff at at the worst, at best, she bullied people. Like the best case scenario is she bullied a ton of people. Um, and I, like I would, and here's the funny thing. Like I would ask people like, well, why didn't this happen as much an impact? And I would constantly hear like, well, Gail Kim is unfuckwithable. Like, you don't do that around Gail Kim. And Gail Kim keeps people in their best behavior. I wonder if they hope, and this is just me speculating, I wonder if they hope AJ is like that for her. But AJ had a lot of heat in her day, too. But I think she had a lot of heat because she was not. It was completely opposite. AJ was like, no, no, we we don't need to be doing these two-minute segments. We don't need to be doing this. It was for reasons that needed to happen. Uh, we've, we've got some super chats. Brent Lockman says this. Do we think Tessa even makes it to the first wow show? Try to stay positive, but oof. Yeah, they're all in on Tessa Blanchard. If it wasn't obvious, Tessa's at the Lakers game would sit next to Jeannie Buss last night. Like after the nuclear shirt, after knowing all this, Jeannie Buss knows what she's getting into. See, and that's a little bit surprising to me. And this is what's irritating for me. And I'm sorry, I don't want to be such a negative Nancy, but it's like when you're honing in on this, like women being superheroes and all of that. And this is, you know, I like Tessa Blanchard is an amazing wrestler. Like I was a big big fan of hers, a big fan of her work. Uh, I've never questioned her ability to wrestle whatsoever because she's tremendous in the ring. That's not even the argument here. Um, and unfortunately, like, there are still a lot of dream matches between Tessa Blanchard and so many other female wrestlers because she is that good in the ring. But uh, the issue that everybody here that you know people are talking about on social media it's just the fact that she kind of like doubled down instead of actually apologizing and that's the problem that's like the main issue where instead of saying you know i'm sorry for you know bullying grown women which i still can't wrap my head around like i can't wrap my head around being bullied by another woman especially at my age right now that just seems like childish behavior like i can't even picture that thank god i've never been in a situation like that but it just instead of you know 
apologizing and for the racial slurs and, you know, her spitting on another woman's face and all the stories that came around that were going around in social media. I just don't understand how you have somebody that hasn't apologized for those actions, essentially being the face of this woman superhero brand. And that's where the issue comes along. And I was surprised to see AJ Lee take part in this because you know, AJ Lee, you know, she's, you know, a respected girl, everything that she has done, people look up to her. And I almost feel like if it wasn't for AJ Lee, I don't think anybody would be talking about wow right now whatsoever. I mean, aside from like the t shirt and the nuclear heat and you know, all of that, I don't think anybody would be talking about it. And I saw somebody on Twitter, and it was one of those things those one of those tweets that kind of like made me like cackle. But at the same time, it was true. Somebody said that, you know, Wanting AJ Lee back, but then her essentially aligning herself with WoW and Tessa Blanchard was like they said, like monkey's paw, right? Yeah. And I was like, that is very true. That's exactly what we're seeing there. And so um, it, it's just one of those things where I just feel there's so many other women that are doing incredible things and stand for incredible things that I feel that you can do that as well. And then even like, even then when I saw the casting notice, cause I saw the casting notice on actors yes. access, cause I use that platform and I go on there and I check that they put her as the casting director. And it's one of those things that's interesting too, Sean, because when you go into castings, you have your main casting director and then you go in and it's not just that one casting director, you go in and there's like five to 10 people. Like these castings have so many people making this decision. So it was interesting that they also put her name on that. And the second I published that on Twitter, like the feedback, I saw all of the quote retweets of what people had to say, and it was not good. And I mean, after that, after you put that out there, I, I don't know how public it was before then, but then Tessa even like sort of touted herself as being a casting director after that, because she had, she put It was wife, not known before. Yeah, wife, dog lover, entertainer, trainer, executive, and now casting director. Uh, I mean, I I wish we weren't talking about this. I wish that we were instead talking about we hope that Tessa Blanchard can like has has truly made amends and all that stuff. That's what I wish happened. I wish she would make amends. I wish she would uh, like do a lot of that stuff, but it just doesn't happen. And we got somebody saying, "Is there one hundred and fifty percent proof of all the allegations?" All the allegations? If not, it's fake news? Well, let me tell you, buddy. I'll tell you about my experience. I have had two stories, two stories in the history of my career where over a dozen people reached out to me unsolicited about something. One was Hell in a Cell 2019, and Denise knows what I'm talking about. Go back and watch it if you don't know. The other one was people flooding my inbox with stories of them being bullied by Tessa Blanchard, unique stories, similar stories, ones that matched up. And wow, was a primary place for that. Wow. The last iteration was a primary place for that. Now, can people get better? Yes, they can. Can bullies get better? Yes, they can. I hope to God, hope to God that she get she's gotten better because she is so talented and uh, somebody says, SRS, have you reached out to Larissa Negra? Yes, I've spoken to Larissa Negra multiple times about this stuff. And um, yeah, she, it's not something that she wants to really go into detail about. But Fightful interviewed Larissa Negra about this. Carlos Toro did an interview with her about this. So, I mean, yeah, we've, we've done our extra work on this. 
I don't want to, and by the way, Chris, we're not reading that super chat. We're not going to bring a minor into this, but, um, I, I, I where there's smoke, there's fire, Sean. And obviously yeah. you are in a position because of your job where you have more of, you know, these details and these stories and all of that, but where there's smoke, there's fire. There's not going to be, um, let me just say that as a female, you don't just go around admitting that people bullied you. If you were sure. bullied, you only tell people if it legitimately happened. And when you have so many people reaching out to you privately like that, to me, that screams like, Hey, there was something to this. And obviously, you know, we don't have that information, but you do. So it's like, I'm sorry, but it's just like when there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, we've got, uh, Collins and the rock saying as a queer non-binary person, I have no interest in wow. Specifically if Tessa is the face of their division, I'll just check the highlights much love. Well, I mean, if they're casting as anything like it used to be, I mean, well, it is. The, we saw the notice. Yeah, it is. It is how it used to be, where they hope they can pick up some women that people know, but it's primarily actors and stunt. Now, now granted, The Beast and Jungle Girl were, were big hits for them over the last 20 years and worked out really well for them. Uh, Carrie Fly says, it was racism and spitting was a hate crime. As a BW, we don't care. She apologizes only non-POC who have never been through the pain of racism cares for her to apologize. Racism isn't forgivable. All I can do is hope that she learns from that because I do know people who were, I mean, I, I live in Kentucky and I grew up in a town that was pretty diverse. And then when I moved, when I was like 10 or 11, it was not diverse and I'm like, why, why are you all saying things like this? Like, it was shocking to me. It wouldn't have been shocking to minorities who had moved there because they would have experienced that long before. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of evidence of that. I don't know what these people experience and hearing that somebody that a lot of people probably looked up to before this, a lot of people probably looked up to Tessa Blanchard and, uh, you know, all the things she was accomplishing across women's and men's wrestling to hear that, like this show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful.
show people that you can get better. Show people that you've done better at least. Uh, Make Yourself 85 says there's still time between now and the wild TV return. How should wow solve the Blanchard issue in a way that pleases most people? They won't. They are all in on this. This is what they want to do. And yeah. And there was a way they could have, they could have saved themselves. I think not putting out the nuclear t-shirt. That's the starters. Uh, you know, maybe having a proper legitimate statement put out there by Tessa herself. Um, you know, that's obviously step one, you would think. It, It speaks to the incredible, just like oblivious nature that, a woman, and, and some people will call this a stretch, that a woman is accused of dropping the N-bomb and you have a shirt with a nuclear bomb and it set it up. Do you know how many people quote tweeted that thing? Oh, and, I and saw said, it on my timeline for like three days straight. I saw dozens of, well, that's her second favorite N-word tweets out there. Like dozens of them. There Unreal. were some there were some comments that I was just like, oh, my God. And, and, you know, this isn't you know, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Like, I can't even like it, it was one of those things when I first saw it. I was like, OK, I'm not even going to put my two cents into this. Like, I already know how I feel about this, et cetera. And usually on Twitter, I feel like things usually last like a day. Like you'll see something floating around for an entire day. I saw this for three days straight Still. on my timeline. It was just like insane. And I'm like, I don't know. Like they say like any publicity is good publicity, even bad publicity. I don't even know. Like I'm sure that's true to a certain extent, but I don't know how, you know, how much it makes sense to actually do that. And it's kind of sad because at the end of the day, like Genie Bus is doing, you know, some great stuff. And I just wish that this was something that, I don't know. I wish this was something that was actually going to work, especially with yeah. somebody like Jeannie Buss. Max says the fact she's capitalizing on it with a shirt, buddy, she ain't capitalizing on it that much. That, I that I, what, I, the, what the sales for that are. Do you know? I do know. Oh, you do I, know. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working oh. on it. I ain't good. Ain't good. Ain't good for, explain that. Ain't good for them. Ain't good for other other people. <laughs> The population. We sold more metal in your lung shirts last week. Ella says, thank you to Denise for speaking up about this and making an informed decision in regards to the promotion. Grateful to look up to someone like her. Denise is wonderful. Thank you. Denise is wonderful and has has a wealth of experience across all kinds of promotions and television companies. And she truly knows how how this works. But Sean, imagine if I would have said yes to that. I would have made Fightful look bad. I would have made every company I make look bad. And there are some really good people associated with that. And I don't even want to bring up their names to to like associate them with that either. But there's some people that we like and that that we have worked with. And there you go. I like a lot of people on on, on the brand. Brian F says it's only fake news of 0% of Tessa stuff is true. Well, we've spent like half this show talking about that it's and Denise to your point. So when the M&M story with 2K blew up um, a couple years ago, I dropped a story that I wasn't supposed to drop about M&M doing the 2K soundtrack. Well, it got to me before the finalization got to M&M and his people were very upset about it. And UMG was very upset about it. And 2K was very upset about it. And I had a very good conversation with somebody close to Eminem 
who said who was like very upset about it or he said he was upset about it and he said well man it doesn't matter you don't cover music and he said uh today it's in the news tomorrow you're wrapping dead fish with it and i heard that like i feel like jimmy had told me that like two days before and i was like that's true like one day it's a newspaper two days later it's trash like it doesn't it doesn't matter ultimately but this has withstood the test of time it's wild and i i I hope that they do get their ducks in a row before because there are a lot of people that are going to take opportunities there's going to be a lot of new people that come in that you know uh they posted that casting notice on one of the most popular casting sites for actors period so there are going to be a lot of people that are going to audition for that a lot of good people that are going to go audition for that and at the end of the day like yeah you want people to you know to have work but you're kind of screwing everybody else when you when the company doesn't care about the image. I want her to get better. I want her to see that that was bad and immature and then help other people that maybe like say you shouldn't really shouldn't think this way. You really shouldn't act this way. Look what it did to me. Don't do that to yourself. Change your way of thinking. Chris Byers says how bad uh thing it impacted viewers by having Tess on the show. Tessa's best move would have been to stay with Impact. They were sticking with her. They had her there for five months after that. That would have been her. She would have been on. Because it's a lot different, Denise, when you're on TV every single week and all this stuff is happening. Right. Like, there are some people like that. But Carrie says, AJ, advocating mental health while standing next to a racist really makes people question everything she's done. I deactivated my Twitter. It was so bad. Well, Carrie, I'm sorry to hear that. Um we, we hope that you'll keep in contact with us through our shows despite that. But yeah, it does throw a lot of those things into question. I mean, we've, we've had some people that I distanced myself from that had stuff to do with Fightful because I saw how they acted. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of that. A lot of our business model, Denise, is me letting shitty people know I don't want their business. I don't <laughs> want their five bucks. I mean, because I want we've all seen your Twitter account. Yes. I want our audience to know that I don't want five bucks from dog shit people. That way, when they come here, they feel more welcomed and they feel safer to share their thoughts and all that. Dante says, step one in his apology. And we aren't even there yet. Well, we are going to move on from this, but get your super chats in. Oh, uh, it's Van, a hot topic, man. It is. It is. And uh, Van Twinblade says the Glory Pro show where Jake Smelly something ripped up my sign is always is on high spots. If you want to watch it, I, I still have a fifty dollar bounty out. Anybody who can hit a pounce on Jake something and knock him over, you only get the money if it's on film. Mega Flint says I want the Inner Circle to win at Rampage. And hi, Denise and Sean. Denise, you look amazing. Sean Drew McIntyre is winning. Wait. <laughs> Yes, it's the same that thing. the same one we got last time? It is, it is. Charlie Davis says, I'll never forget anyone or everyone's heart dropping when Becky came back and WWE just couldn't let everybody have that feel-good moment. They find a way. I think that they think that booking heat is the only way to go these days, and it's not the only way to go. Well, it's the only thing we're seeing, that and coexisting, man. They're doing the same thing on NXT now, too. And they kind of had touched on it a little bit, but not as much as you're seeing it on on Raw. But they are definitely leaning leaning into it on NXT as well, which is just kind of a, oh, man, it's the same thing. Matt Raikiel says, Jimmy must have a ton of PTO saves. Thoughts on this Danielson, Suzuki, and Fish versus Moriarty match as well. Before we do that, I want to let the people know something, Denise. I want to let them know how they get a hard, erect penis 
reliably with bluechew.com and use the code fightful you get your first shipment free how about that your first shipment free it's got the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know they work it's ready when you're ready or when you're not full stomach empty stomach doesn't matter it'll get you in the mood if you're not in the mood and it'll keep you going that that performance that enhanced performance like mcguire in 98 just swinging that thing bonds in 01 that's what you want that's what you want look at denise and let's see don't don't put a don't make that thing limp denise whatever you're trying hold on i'm trying my hardest here but if you do it's okay because blue chew has you covered and you don't have to go to the doctor's office there you go add some link to that bad boy i'm trying I only have so much to work. Oh, I broke oh, no. Oh, no, Denise. No, Denise. Oh, no. I broke in half. I'm Denise. trying. Hold on. But well, the balls is... are so tiny. Oops. Well, well, let, me, let me tell you, that is like Bonds in 01, McGuire in 98. I'll let you all Hold do on. that. I'm taping it together. I'm I'll saving let you all it do with Blue Chew. Well, that's awkward, but no awkward conversations with the doctor or at the pharmacy. You won't have some lady at the pharmacy going, and I can do wiener panels. Um, I mean, if Denise is doing surgery on you, things might be a lot worse. And it used Manscaped, a- too. Yeah, um, yeah. Wait, please do, because Denise needs help here. BlueChew.com gets you your first shipment free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's hush money for the mailmen. And you know, uh, if you've been following the news, the mailmen have it rough. Thank you, Denise, for making our balls bigger. You're welcome. Um, Don't want no one to be ashamed of it. Listen, Denise, you have Frankensteined that wiener. It's <laughs> Don't worry. By the end of this, it will be a lovable wiener. I don't think so, Denise. I'm working on it. Dang. This sounds like what little Dickie's wiener looks like if no, you watch his show, is- Dave. <laughs> This is the best that I can do at or the, the moment. Or got hypospadias. Come on. What are we doing here, Denise? And it's skinny and then fat. Un- I'm sorry. I Real. tried. Unreal, Denise. And it's kind of flippy floppy, too. Well, not when you use bluechew.com and that code Fightful. We got a super chat. Giving money just for Denise's job during that ad. Daniel hey. says... I did it out of two little like little cards here. You know, on on the rush, that was pretty good. Yeah, Daniel I know. R says, "Hey, how's it going? Who do you want to be in the AEW Championship Tournament? Any predictions?" So we'll we'll kind of all encompass our AEW talk here. Danielson and Suzuki, what an addition to the buy-in. This is uh, Tony Khan dropping news and him saying, "Did you watch Raw this week? It sucked." Talking to Robbie Fox, I mean, quite frankly, it did suck. It was terrible. Um, but thoughts on Fish and Moriarty? I love it. I wish I wish Moriarty would win, and they'd say now it's him against Brian on Saturday. It won't happen, but I can dream. As far as the championship tournament, um, I think this is where you, you got to put in like Moxley and big names into this tournament. So your thoughts on all this stuff, all the announcements we've heard this week, the tournament, and Tony Khan talking that shit. 
You know what? I think Tony Khan's def- definitely having a great time talking shit. And I'm like, might as well, man. Like, if I were Tony Khan and I had all this money and my my company is doing good and, you know, making, you know, having buzz out there. Hell, I'd, I'd be walking out there, you know, a lot, you know, with my my chin ch- my chin held high. I would be saying some stuff, too. Um, In terms of the announcement of Suzuki and Brian Danielson, dude, I was like, oh, man. And. It's funny because it's one of those things where like you had one portion of people like absolutely losing their mind. And then there were other people that like, well, why is it on YouTube? This is hot shotting. And I'm like, bro, Suzuki was never the destination. Okay. Like he was not the destination. This is essentially like a bonus, a bonus match. Now, um, I forget in one of these interviews, that's one of these interviews that Tony Khan did. He did say that he has, or might've been on Twitter. Somewhere he said that he has a lot of matches still up yes. his sleeve. So and he's a, got a couple like, years worth. At there least. you and, go. And that's as of right now before more stars get built and more people come in. Exactly. So with that being said, like all these people say, no, it's hot shotting. And why is it on YouTube? Dude, like they if they were out here putting all of these like big deal matches on YouTube, then I'd be like, all right, maybe there's an issue there. But this was not the destination. This is literally just like a bonus match. So the fact that it's on YouTube, like to me, doesn't like it doesn't bother me that it's on YouTube. And I think people kind of like underestimate the power of YouTube as well, where it's like, dude, do you realize that YouTube is accessible to like pretty much anybody? And so like, also too, here's another thing. There are so many people that don't watch wrestling on TV. They watch wrestling on YouTube. I mean, granted, a lot of them, you know, uh, I know like a lot of kids do it and all of that, but it's a good way to maybe get some eyes, you know, on the product for people that may not have watched it on TV. I, Anyways, I've, I'm excited for the match. I've got multiple DMs about people being horrified by your blue chew. Oh my god, was my penis not pretty? <laughs> Lots of people upset. Uh, I completely agree with you. Wait, hold um, on. People upset because like it was bad that I did it, or upset they're, they're worried. They're worried for for your your fiance. I tried. Okay, I tried. I had two damn pieces of paper. Okay. Brent Lockman says wrestling in 2021 is the best kind of fever dream. Khan is a madman, a glorious madman. I, I mean, I agree. He's doing he's doing it right. He's taking uh, taking control. Uh, Daniel says I want Omega to be bragging, and Ishii walks out. I think that'd be a good one off as well. I think that would be a really good one. Alicia says, didn't Tony confirm Hangman and Omega for full gear in an interview? Saw a clip on Twitter. I mean, I think it'll happen there. But I don't think that he effectively confirmed it. I think he said, as we head into full gear. Carrie Fly says, Brian about to give Vince a heart attack with this match. I mean, Vince does. Like, Daniel Bryan is Vince's boy. Like, Vince loves Brian Danielson. He really does. I've always heard that. It's uh, the retirement I heard was rooted in Vince wanting to look out for Brian's best interest. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that about Vince McMahon, but that's what I heard. Dante says, every time I think Kalex's post show is going too long, Alex busts out a Tony D'Angelo impersonation and it pops me. Same with William Regal's Rapper's Delight, A-plus work. For those of you who don't know, like I have just let decided to let Kate, or, uh, Kate and Alex exist on their own whatever. Like I edit all these shows personally and upload the audio. And it'll be like 1 a.m. and I'm logging on and they're still going on a three-hour NXT post show. But as long as you guys invest in it and send super chats, 
I don't care. Whatever. Carrie Fleiss is people mad about us getting good shows. Touch grass now. If you get mad mad over anybody's thoughts or feelings on pro wrestling that aren't rooted in racism or sexism or homophobia or something like that, you really do. You need to, to breathe some air, touch some grass, just snort some oxygen, do something. B. Eric says this Friday is going to be great. You guys are awesome. Thank you for everything. Well, thank you very much. And Ricardo says, this is the content I subscribe for. Thanks, Denise. You're Denise welcome. cutting wieners. Well, we had a shocking NXT title change last night, North American title. I have a bunch more on this on FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe so I can shut the hell up about it. Um, and today, Carmelo Hayes did a photo shoot with Shawn Michaels. That was a large part of the story I was posting was, I had people in NXT telling me for months now, Shawn Michaels sees a lot of himself in Carmelo Hayes. Not tough to see that now, but we've got information on like the contract of like that a lot of people didn't realize was like a, a cash in and the push and how he was originally pitched for the cruiserweight division. And that was kind of changed. I love this swerve, Denise. I mean, it, NXT goes a million miles an hour, but they effectively protected Swerve Scott as he moved to SmackDown because he had a match. Fanta I mean, Santos, unfortunately, did not. He's lost 732 straight title matches. How do you feel about how this, this went down? So going into this, you know, we obviously knew that this was his first title defense as NXT North American champion. And I'm actually, like, I'm a little bit torn. So here we go. Let me get into this really quickly sure. because – Going into this, I was kind of like, man, Santos Escobar doesn't deserve to get the championship in this way because the way that it looks, it's kind of like, oh, well, we're giving you the championship because he's moving on to bigger and better things. So your plan B, you take the championship now, even though this probably wasn't going to be the plan because, you know, he's the champion, whatever. I felt like it would have made him look like a plan B. So I didn't necessarily want that for him. I didn't want him to win the title in that way. And so the fact that they ended up doing the swerve on the swerve match, for me, I kind of liked it much more that they did it that way. And now I'm very happy and excited for Carmelo Hayes and, you know, seeing what he's going to do as champion. But then at the same time, I'm like, damn, they're never going to give Santos Escobar anything. Like he did oh. such a good job as cruiserweight champion and he made the belt like mean something. Cause before that, like it was kind of just there, at least in my opinion, oh. it was. And what did he's I gonna, say? Nothing. He's he's probably gonna just gonna face Carmelo Hayes. They're gonna have him in there again because he beat Carmelo Hayes a couple months ago. That was his last win was against Carmelo Hayes. So I'm sure they'll bring that up. And I'm like, all right, here's the sixth title match. He lost the winner take all match. He lost his cruiserweight title uh, rematch in a two out of three falls. He lost to Swerve Scott. He lost to um, Kushida in April. Like he's lost all this. And then even in February when he was champion, he lost to the world champion too. Yeah. I just, I don't feel like they're going to do much with him at least right now. Uh, as we wrap up guys, we got a few more super chats. We we're going to move over or I'm going to move over to fightful select in a few minutes, answer your, your comments and questions over there. Carl King says, has Vince been in, as involved with NXT as of yet uh, more than usual, but not like heavily. KE775 says, what do you make of Cross's comments about Scarlet? We're waiting for something finishing or to finish taking its course. I think it's wishful thinking. I, I don't know. I, I'll have some news in the coming weeks about some original plans for Scarlet, though, but I think it's wishful thinking. 
Shadman says NXT 2.0 was good to me yesterday. Mellow's the future. He is a big future star that, I mean, in 10, 15 years ago, he might not have got a shot because he would have been too small. That's how athlete, that's what athletes look like. I'm so happy for him. He's really good. Tom Brady says, do you think Rock is still a possibility for Mania? I think he's still a possibility for far sooner than that. I think they would um, they would love to have him back ASAP, and maybe they will. You never know. Carrie Fly says, sending this solely because uh, people of color are dominating WWE right now. Happy finally. People finally get to see what a draw we all are. The North American title has been claimed by people of color. Yes, I just wish they would make the, the booking make more sense, but I love the diversity within WWE. They have kicked ass at doing that, Denise. I think they, they've done it as well as anybody ever has. Yeah, they have. They definitely have. But yeah, give well with Isaiah Surf Scott, man, they should have given him matches. He could have had a badass, you know, run as champion. Yeah. Pedro says, does Rock likely appear at Mania in Dallas or LA? I think maybe, maybe Survivor Series he might pop up. You never know. That's not me reporting anything. Are you going to come to LA when they do WrestleMania here? I'll probably leave before the show, but yeah. Like, because, I mean, I'm more useful here than actually at WrestleMania. Uh, Philip Lindsay loved it. Sean, I loved it. Kalex hated it. Love that differing opinions over Carmelo's title win, says Andrew. Me too. It's all it's all just it's subjective entertainment. Stardom Wrestling Fanatic says no comment, just giving money. And legit, legit underboss says Sean teaming with the Christmas and pet hating Denise. How will they coexist? PH or PS. The Church of Lovely Sappy Friendos sounds good. It does sound good if they would include me in their reindeer games that I don't get included in. Denise. Reindeer games. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Christmas reference, Denise. Mm. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. All right. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Go over there. I have tons of interviews, tons of content coming out. Seriously, go support that channel. That is my baby. Um, also, you can check out my show, Speak Now Pro Wrestling on F4W. You guys can check that out as well. I'm on three times a week, and I always promote each and every single show that I am on on Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo. You guys can see everything there it's going to be a busy week uh kind of a busy rest of the year so keep an eye out at underscore denise salcedo i'm also super close to 40k super super close so help me out if you want go follow her guys alicia wraps us up and says any news on the women's tag titles <laughs> I, I put in some requests this week and wasn't given an answer so sorry i don't have an answer for you but i tried i did my best head over to fightfulselect.com i'll be answering your questions over there denise has got to hop on an interview Thank you, guys. Jimmy says he'll be back next week. I'll believe it when I see it. Follow Twitter.com slash Destiny FOMO, our great sponsor. Until next time, we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.